Welcome to Exploring the Marketplace show, where we're creating a conversation for what God's doing through Christians in the marketplace. I'm Sean Bowles, and my co-host is Bob Hassan. We interview everyday influencers, business leaders, and entrepreneurs from all areas of industry, exposing you to powerful stories of what God's doing through people just like you. We're also sharing our thoughts about what God's doing in finance, business, entertainment, and politics. Come join the conversation now. Welcome to Exploring the Marketplace. I am Bob Hassan with my friend, Sean Bowles. Sean, what are we doing today? You know, I love when we have people who are kind of, I call them generals of the faith, in, in our midst and who can talk to us about their lives and their experience. And we have a guy today, Barry McGuire. Some of you have heard of McGuire Wax, which is the number one car wax company in the world. And Barry is the president of this, and he's also the founder of this, along with, it's a family business, Three Generations. He's the host of Ignite Your Life Television, and he does Ignite Your Life, Ignite with Barry McGuire podcast, Ignite with Barry McGuire one-minute radio features that air on over 800 Christian radio stations. And for 18 years, this car crazy TV show aired on multiple networks, including Discovery Networks globally. And he has so many honors, and he's been giving so many awards, like the Billy Graham Award, the General Counsel of Assembly of God Award, wow. the University of Nazarene Award. I mean, he's been given so many honorary doctor from Northwest uh, University. But his book that he just released, it's called Ignite Your Life, was released and it's tracking number one, selling a Christian inspirational on Amazon sellers list, which is so cool. But him and his wife, Bob, have been married for over 60 years mm-hmm. and they live in Paradise Valley over in Arizona. And I just think when you get an opportunity to talk to somebody who's been in business for so long, there's probably some things as a Christian who's like actually walked it out through their faith, there's probably some things you need to know from them. And so we're going to hear that up next. We'll have Barry McGuire. Well, give yourself the gift of spiritual growth this Black Friday. Do you need help to grow in the spiritual growth track in your life? That's going to give you a whole new level with some of the best voices in Christianity. But we have a spiritual growth online academy that we're going to teach you and provide an atmosphere of practice, which is super key to get impartation along with weekly optional activation group online. So you don't just listen to someone else's experiences, but you have your own. How does Spiritual Growth Academy work? Well, we have four-week classes that are taught by some of the leading voices in Christianity. You get to join us for a once-a-month accelerator where I'm going to challenge you personally by not only teaching, but practicing spiritual gifts online, hearing God's voice, and you're going to be able to ask your questions in a real way. But there's also connection and activation weekly groups. And these are optional opportunities where our pastoral director and the school team are going to help you with practical steps. And you're going to get to pray with other students to hear God in a safe environment. So I love to mentor. I love to train. And we've created this for you so that you would have a spiritual growth track. And I want to encourage you, give yourself the gift of spiritual growth for this Black Friday. We have a special for you right now. Well, welcome back. We're with Barry McGuire. Barry, welcome to the show. Hey, it's great to be with you guys. I um, uh, heard a lot about you over the years, and Matt Brown is a big fan, of course. He's he's amazing. So uh, to get to be on with you is a real privilege. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Well, one of the things that Matt introduced us and he was just saying, because Matt is like just the modern day evangelist. I feel like he's a young Billy Graham. He's just so amazing. And he was just saying, you got to meet Billy McGuire. He's been doing this for so long, but he's a business guy and he's used his business as his pulpit. Like he's incredible. And so I started to research and look up about you and I was like, oh my gosh. And I've known, I mean, I've known your company. Of course, you're recognizable. And I've heard your name through the years. But like when he was kind of framing it for me, I was like, oh my gosh, so you got to take us on the journey because you've been married for 60 years. You've been in this for a long time. Yeah. How well, did you I'm, start I'm, really like seeing your business as a place that God would use? Yeah. I, I'm living what you guys preach. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> so I'm, a, I'm a toaster boy for your message. <laughs> but uh, I, w- I grew up in the church morning, Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night, youth group. So I have no excuse 
Uh, I had a low business. I became the third generation leader of a low business doing about $600,000 a year called um, McGuire's Mirror Glaze, McGuire's Mirror Bright, selling products to car dealers and body shops, buffing cars. Yeah. And God inspired me. My grandfather was a godly man and God inspired him back in 1901. Long story of, of family history of serving God. Uh, God inspired me to go into retail. I didn't know anything about retail. I said, God, just uh, trust the Lord with your whole heart and lean not under your own understanding. It's perfect for me as I have no understanding. I have no clue what I'm doing. So I'm going to trust you with my whole heart. And I've been doing that for, uh, you know, 50 years. And now we're the number one selling car wax in America and many countries around the world. So it's been quite a ride, but it's been with eyes on him. And and my my business has not been my God. God's been my God and my business has been my pulpit. Yeah, that's exactly right. That's that's so amazing. Uh, when you decided to get into retail, and you just quoted Proverbs three, five, and six, which is my business scripture too, oh. uh, because I every day I'm in business, I, I recognize I don't know anything, I don't understand anything, and God needs to do it for me. Really? But when you decided to go into retail, how what were some of the bumps and bruises as you moved into that area? Well, I I didn't have a clue. I I mean, I seriously, it wasn't just words. You know, I didn't have a a clue. I didn't know anything about retail. It's a big, complicated business, and we had big competitors with big budget. We had no money. We were doing six hundred thousand, five eight hundred thousand dollars a year, and I just prayed. And God brought people into my life that gave me direction. Mm. Now, college educations. I mean, I I met a guy in a waiting room uh, to go into a buyer in Dallas one day. Two weeks later, I met him. The same guy in Seattle two weeks later, find out he's a, he's a general partner of the biggest ad agency in the country. Wow. He says, where do you live? We end up where we live. We live 15 minutes apart in Newport Beach. And uh, he started coming. He, I said, I can help. I said, I don't have any money. He said, well, let me just help you anyway. So he started oh. coming over to my house every night for a couple hours once a week for several months and give you a complete education. I didn't wow. just clear the blue. And I got the book we have, it's Ignite Your Life. Ignite Your Life because when you follow God, he gives you everything you need. And yeah. uh, he's just open doors. And you know, I remember I sold Walmart the first bottle. Oh my goodness, that was 1981. And I was so excited. Now we have 75 products on the shelf. Wow. You know. So it's been a huge growth thing. Uh, and managing that kind of growth, let me tell you, with the manpower, with the financing, with the supply chain, with the manufacturing, I mean, I was over. And you know what? That's what kept me with God because I couldn't do it. I was overwhelmed. Right. Yeah. And I just I just said, God, you got to help me. I was at the wall. I was at the point of bankruptcy. I, I, I mean, I was toast so many times. And I did it without fear. <laughs> wow. And I did it without fear. I mean, one time I had a, I had a, uh, a, my my family sold out to a joint venture capitalist, okay, and I found out five years into it that he was going to throw me out of my business the next morning. Oh my! He took over the board. The next morning, I'm 65 years old. He's throwing me out of my. I'm losing my reputation, my income, my testimony. Everything's gone. And that night, I said, God, I asked you for nothing, because I know two things. I live for your purpose. And I, and I know you honor your word. And so I'm fine. I asked him for nothing. I slept all night soundly. I woke wow. up the next morning fresh. I went into my attorney's office the next morning 
and we took that conference call and with eight minutes he totally destroyed for something that happened five years earlier he destroyed my joint picture partner they were cussing at me genie this and i'm <laughs> laughing i could have worried all night long i didn't worry if you say i trust him trust that means you don't trust him i mean he knows your heart yeah. and how do you know that if you do, and you mentioned just a moment ago, but Romans 8.28 tells you how you do that. When you love him and read the scripture, one scripture, to those who love me, to those, he defines who loves them, to those who love me, to those who live for my purpose. Mm. His purpose, no question, is to seek and save the lost. And we say to move everybody every day closer to Jesus. When we live our lives for that, secondarily to sell car wax or whatever, yeah. it makes Everything good. It's the end of worry, folks. Eighty percent of Christians are worried. That's the end of worry. Well, it's gone. I want to ask because it sounds like I, your energy is so contagious, and just what you share is so contagious because it's out of real experience. Yeah. And I wanted to ask, like, some of this, like, I think of like your identity wasn't in your career early on. It sounds like you just had God so clearly as your foundation, and you were doing relationship with Him versus just doing something for Him. Yeah. But where did that come from? Like, where did that value come from? I mean, was it just revelation from God as you were walking with them? Or was there well, you know, any model or mentors? What, damn, what a great question. Uh, you know, I was taught well. I'm And to have generations yeah. of Christians on both sides. I was taught yeah. well. But then the rubber meets the road, right? Yeah. And um, Karen and I had no joy. We wanted joy. We're giving sacrificially of our time and resources, but we were getting dry. We are literally getting mm. dry. We said, we want joy. And I met this guy, that I'm going to give away my age, okay? In 1973, I met Herb Ellingwood. Herb Ellingwood was the legal affairs secretary for Governor Reagan. Oh, wow. And he was speaking at a luncheon. I was right beside him for an hour. He never mentioned Reagan. He talked to me for an hour on about one face sharing experience after another. And he was laughing. He was crying. He said, and last night, you can't believe what happened last night. And I walked away and I broke down. And I said, God, I want that. That's what I, I, my heart cries for that. And I never had any idea that sharing my faith would give me joy. I thought it was sweaty palms and a scratchy throat and trying to remember <laughs> you know, all that stuff. And it's exactly the opposite. It sets us free. It just sets us yeah. free. And oh. then we found John 15, 11 about two weeks later and read the scripture that defines it. It's it's the parable of the fig tree where he says if you if you if you're dry if you're not doing anything you know then your dry branch is thrown away but if you bear fruit I and there you're my disciple mm. and my joy will remain with you and your joy will be full folks if you want to have joy every day no fear just get off the bench and get into the game and fulfill it you know it's there's a region it's the Great Commission <laughs> yeah yeah very, he's doing very, it for us. Barry, I'd love to hear you. You you met. You've been married to Karen for sixty years. Yeah. What is the give? Give us some marriage advice. <laughs> it's life's advice. You yeah. follow him. You live for God every day. Not we got to go all in, and particularly today with all the distractions and the apostasy and and all the mm -hmm. stuff that's coming. Satan's after us, and the church is failing miserably. We got we got to get to with God. Where it's just say I I was a point I. I didn't know what to do. I said, God, I just want to do your will. If you take the business away from me, I don't care. I just want to be, I just want to have nothing between me. I just want to serve you. Wow. I want to love you. I want to be blessed by you. And and boy, I tell you what, when you pray that prayer every day, um, the problems are meaningless. And wow. yeah, do Karen and I ever have an argument? Oh yeah, and then we laugh about it. I mean, we, just, we love each other. <laughs> I believe that. I believe that. With you. Good thing you're forgiven, you know. <laughs> yeah. so, so this has become like the center post of your marriage and your life is just everything. To, 
walk with God every day and especially share your faith, which is your book is about this. Thank you. How did it become such a center post or such a center point of your faith to share your faith? Because you don't do it religiously. You're not like trying to give away tracks or just formula. You're actually looking at every day in life. There's opportunities to move someone forward and to move yourself forward with God. So talk about this. Yeah, it's just it's just so much fun. And it happens continue. It happens. Everybody around us is lost. And we can be mad at them because they're evil or whatever. They're just lost. They're not evil. Mm-hmm. They're lost. And and they're not in church. How are they going to know unless somebody tells them? Nobody, only 1% of us are telling them. That's yeah. why I decided I need to write a book and have a ministry go to. The churches are not sending us. Pastors are not mm-hmm. sending us. Only 10% of our churches even mention salvation. We have to do wow. something about this. But yeah. the moment you're in the game, the moment you're in the game, folks, you immediately step into the promise of Romans 8.28. And that ends fear because you know, you know, God's making everything work for good in your life. And then the payoff scripture is Isaiah 43, 10, where he says, I point you, point you because you want to have wholehearted faith. James 1 says, I'll answer your prayers if you have wholehearted faith, mm-hmm. right? I'll direct your sets, Proverbs 3. I'll direct your sets if you don't waver. How do you get to unwavering faith? It's effortless. You just yeah. live for his purpose. And he says, when you I Isaiah 43 10, he says, I point you as my witness so that you will believe. You'd think he'd say so that they will believe, but he's, his interest is in you. He spends full time with you. He has one interest in you that's reviving you and keeping you strong and rich. Second, literally to win the loss. He wants to win you. And if you don't do this, you'll atrophy. And you know yeah. that. Yeah. You're at, if, but when you're in the game, every day is an adventure. I mean, we cannot believe the things that happen to us every day day it's it's and and we're missing it and pastors if you're not sending your folks out you're robbing them of joy and knowing their prayers are answered and knowing that he's directed their sets that's how all of god's promises and it's all about wholehearted faith you get to wholehearted faith by representing him every day so it's so i've come full circle now i realize how simple it is to be a christian Gary, I have a question. Why don't most Christians share? And what about the joy that they get from sharing? Because I see joy in your life. And then your definition kind of of evangelism and sharing Jesus takes the pressure off of us. Because if we have, if we have one conversation, then somebody else can have another conversation. Talk to us about that. Well, it is. It's a great question. You know, frankly, I don't understand why the church has done this to us all our lives but i mean every every training program there is you have to memorize this you have to get these points down you have to get your story down and and find one person a day and uh, i used to bring up and just sweat i couldn't get (laughs) you know it's like performance anxiety (laughs) and um and i thank god for the program i don't want to diminish it because millions of people have brought uh, to the Lord because of those programs. And and I went through several of the best ones and they really helped me. But the fact of the matter is most people won't go to programs. They're not in those programs. And then they use it as an excuse. I'm not trained. <laughs> you know? mm-hmm. Well, guess what? The most prolific faith shares are new Christians. Yeah. Yeah. And they don't know a scripture. They just have zeal. If we're if if we're not if we're not sharing Jesus, we've stopped loving him. He says, you've left your first love. You're no longer doing the first work. The first work is the first thing we do is we tell people about Jesus. They mm-hmm. go together. If you love God, if you're not sharing your faith, folks, I got to tell you, there you have another love there. Maybe something good. You may be on your way to heaven, but God needs to be first love. And when he is, you're so excited about him, you tell people about him. And I got to tell you, there's no persecution. <laughs> I've been doing this for 50 years. I've never <laughs> persecuted once. 
Wow. And just remember, he said, go into the world and and tell people about Jesus. He didn't say, go into the world, all you who are trained or, mm-hmm. or eloquent or a certain person. I was an introvert. I was afraid to talk to anybody when I started this 50 years wow. ago, you know, <laughs> and it changed me from because I knew I needed to do it. And it changed my whole personality because my goal was I need to tell people about Jesus. So get off the bench into the game and get into it. But it, I think that the church has predisposed to not do it. If we were told from the beginning we became a Christian, you know what the most fun thing in life now is? Think of all your unsaved friends. When you start sharing with them, God promised you in James 1 that he'll answer your prayers because you'll be wholehearted in your faith, right? He'll direct your steps because you're you're not wavering, nothing wavering, you know? He'll fill you with joy. I mean, what's it's, it's the wind of everything. It all comes from one thing telling people about Jesus, move everybody every day closer to Jesus. And that will ignite your life. That's the title of the book. You know, That'll ignite you. I guarantee you there's scriptures in the book. Forget my words. The scriptures in this book, bring it all together where it's like, no, you mean that's all I have to do? Just yeah. love on people. <laughs> yeah. What I love, what I love about what you're saying, Barry, is that we can all do it in the way that we're most comfortable with. Like for me, it's relational. I'm in relationship with people and I can relationally share about my life about Jesus and Sean, Sean has, you know, amazing ways that he shares and we can all, what what you're saying is we can appropriate our love for Jesus and bring it forth in in the way that God's created us. Bingo. (laughs) It's loving on people. When you love on people, you develop a relationship. You're not going to share. You're not going to move them anywhere until they, they have a relationship with you. He'll confirm that. Holy Spirit actually do that. And, And we can do it in five minutes. It's amazing. Within five minutes, they'll open up, start telling you things they wouldn't tell their best friends. And then the Holy Spirit gives you the right scripture at the right time that matches that. And you see a life change in front of you. I got to tell you, folks, there's nothing in the human experience that replicates that. This is how we have intimacy with God. This is what being a Christian is all about. It really is. It's so Barry, amazing. I got to ask you a question because I love this because I, I see the center post of our interview is this. But I have this thought because you've been in this for so long and you've been walking alongside the church. I mean, you've been involved with so many different major things that have happened in general Christianity through the decades. Yeah, I can't see and it all. There was this like separation for so long between people who are like business leaders and people who are church leaders. Mm-hmm. And there was almost like an us versus them thing for a long time. Mm-hmm. I know that a lot of that's changed, but you've always used your position as uh, your pulpit. Like you've, you've used that terminology. And so tell us about like that through the years. Like how has it been being somebody who's full of God, but you're expressing it in a career, business career, but you're also doing radio shows. You're also doing everything else you do. And address people who are like, I'm not called to ministry, but I'm called to minister, but I don't know. Like that weird thing. Like talk about that for a minute. (laughs) Don't get out of your comfort zone. You don't have to do anything different. Just love on people. And you do that. I was a struggling business. Nobody knew who McGuire's was. I was a punk kid from California. And the the buyers of St. Charles chain stores, East Coast, could care less about me. And I went in and I really had to sell this guy, you know. And sometimes, in fact, many times back in those days, I had the door slammed on me. You know what? Yeah. That didn't bother me. As my priority was, I wanted this is an opportunity to talk to somebody that I wouldn't have any way to get to them. But now I have. They're an wow. important person. I want to use this opportunity to lead people closer to Jesus. I, I tell college students when you get to graduate, okay, you've, you've been in a cocoon, okay, a Christian yeah. college, if you will, and you got all the verses, you're ready to go. And then you go out and I got to get a job. God, help me get a job. And you're all nervous going to get a job. And then you get turned down. And again and again, where are you, God? Wrong agenda. 
your job has become your God. Wrong agenda. Wow. Wow. Your, your God is God. And when you go in there and say, this is an opportunity to tell one more person about Jesus, they may never have heard the story. Or, and at the very least, I'm going to love them. And when I got turned down, I'd say, thank you. You know, I, I know that somebody say I'm strange, but I'm just thankful I got to meet you. And, and I'm going to earn your respect. I don't deserve, obviously, I don't deserve to be on your show, but I will someday. Yeah. <laughs> I, I got to pray for you. Oh, seriously, you got a big job here. I got to pray for you that God will help you do everything you do well. And I'll come back. I'll, I'll be back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And they're like, they've never told somebody no and had them love on them before. I mean, wow. it's not real. I was dying yeah. in the hospital. The doctors gave up on me. I enjoy mm. I had joy. I, I actually told God, if I'm going to die, I'm going to die trying to lead as many people to you as I can. I counted wow. 23 different doctors and nurses at the end of my stay, a two and a half week stay. And every time I got excited, about, I forgot. I, I can't completely forget because I was in a lot of pain. So, but I was so excited about, I can't wait. Who's the next person you're going to send wow. me that door? God, I lost my 49 year old daughter. And we were inseparable. She was a car guy. She's a face share. People would be slain in the spirit when she spoke. Amazing. Wow. And I, I, I poured out my tears for her. But you know what? I didn't lose my joy. And, and, and there's, a, there's a video of her funeral. It's called Nicole McGuire's Celebration of Life. It's on YouTube. 17,000 people. Wow. Have, I, it's, it's somewhere, I, I'm guessing, in the hundreds of people come to the Lord because of that video. Yeah. And, they, and we gave the altar call during, you know, at the end of the uh, the session and people accepted the Lord there and they just got replicated. And uh, so, mm -hmm. I mean, this changes things and we're here for a moment and then we're with him. I'm going to be with my daughter yeah. for glory forever, you know, so yeah. we got to look through everything like as God's eyes. And I love my business. I've worked hard. I worked 18 hour days for 30 years. I, it's not, it's not easy. But it, but but the pain and the fear is gone. When you just have to work hard, hard work's good for us. Challenges yeah. are good for us because it makes us lean more on God. That's and I right. thank God for every bad thing that's happened in my life because every one of those brought me closer to him. Mm -hmm. And every one of those gave me opportunity to talk to people that otherwise I wouldn't have had the chance. And you see that, okay, but Karen and I don't pray for anything anymore. Bad things happen to us. We say, okay, God, what are you up to now? Wow. Yeah, I mean, you, you, put in, you filled in an equation that a lot of people are wondering, how does one plus one equal two? And they, they just haven't looked at it this obvious. And I think it's like people are listening to you today and going, yes. oh, wow, I haven't looked at the equation that way before. It's and maybe so their pastors or local church isn't focused the right way on this. And so I think it's so encouraging that you've, like your life message after all these years, all the things you've accomplished and experienced, is this equation, and I think you're doing such a beautiful job of just yeah. sharing it with people. Thank you. Tell people how they can get a hold of your book. Uh, you you can go to just about anywhere, Barnes and Noble, wherever you want to, Walmart, whatever. Uh, easiest way, probably Amazon.com. You can go yeah. there and, and ignite your life. The byline is defeat fear. 80% of us are in fear right now. If yeah. you're in fear, you're not in faith. And without faith, you're not pleasing God. And without faith, you can't share your faith. So you want to have faith. But instead of saying, I'm going to have faith, that doesn't work, folks. You can have it effortlessly. Well, Barry, Barry, we can't. We thank you so much for being on. I'm ready to go out and, you know, <laughs> share Jesus with everyone right now. Yes. So you are, you are, you are, you're just an amazing man. Okay. Thank you. God for what he's done in your life. Thank All you glory. for being uh, on our yeah. show. And up next, Final Thoughts with Sean and Bob. Okay. Thanks. I'm Sean Bowles, and I'm going to invite you to our Spiritual Growth Academy online, where you can attend a four week class or an event every month. Plus, our back catalog is available to you as well. 
on spiritual gifts, especially hearing God's voice, and also a deeper connection to the Holy Spirit and how to walk with Him in real ways in the days we're living in right now. Come join us at Spiritual Growth Academy by going to bullsministries.com and clicking on the Academy button. Welcome back to Final Thoughts with Sean and Bob. Well, Sean, my hair is blown back. <laughs> I feel like I've drank six cups of coffee. Uh, how is he 81? I don't like, know. I feel like I need, to, I need to do a blood transfusion with his blood or something. Like, right. this. what was that? That's amazing. <laughs> like, the level of accomplishments, too. Just for you, our viewers and listeners, like, his accolades were some of the longest we've ever had. Of course, he's been in this. He's 81, so he's been in this for a long time. I just was like, this man is like, he's on to something because with all that he's had, these accolades, he can talk about anything else, mm-hmm. and he's talking to us about sharing our faith. I mean, that's that's huge. To me, I, you know, I hear people, I've been a Christian for almost 45 years, and I have heard over and over people talk about evangelism, and every time I hear it, I'm like, oh, I could never do that. He is talking about this relational sharing of Jesus. He didn't use the word evangelism once. No. He just talked about sharing Jesus and and his faith. And it was so refreshing to me. Um, How would you like to sit next to him on a plane? I mean, you're going to hear about (laughs) the love of the Lord. You're going to have a divine appointment whether you want one or not. That's right. (laughs) Yeah, I think there's a perspective um, bringer that he brought, which was you're in front of all these people Mm -hmm. all the time. And you're going to get rejected a lot. But the, the opportunity wasn't whether or not you get the job or the opportunity of the sale. The opportunity was to be with the person and to really honor them and to really share with them and to care about them. And he, he was selling off grid. He was saying, yeah, we're at a restaurant this morning and we were able to talk to the waitress who has zero interest in God. What can we pray for you about? And that was a big deal for her. She hadn't been asked if anybody, what, yeah. what her prayer list would be. And that awakened her, moved her towards Christ. It moved her towards and moved us towards Christ. And I just thought it's so simple. Like, I love that him and his wife, he said, have shared their faith every day. And I think he said for 30 years now that they've deliberately shared their faith if they were in public every day for 30 years. I'm like, that's, talk about legacy. Yeah, I think, I think it was 50. I think it was 50 years. So, but it, you know, irregardless of the fact is they made, they made a decision to do that. And what I heard him say is it can be asking someone, if they can pray for them, sharing their life's experience, but somehow saying, I'll pray for you. It just, God bless just you for real. so much energy. And, and, and he and his wife, uh, it was just so wonderful to hear about that. And towards the end of the interview, he talks about, I worked 18 hour days. I worked hard. I made mistakes. I, I, you know, I did all these things, but, but Jesus was faithful and yeah. it, it's true. Yeah. I, I like that. He said, I, I worked hard, but that's not why I'm blessed. That's just built my character for it. Or whatever however he said it. I was like, he said a couple one-liners. I mean, yeah. he probably said, he probably gave us an hour's worth of content because of how fast and intense he is. Yeah. It was hard. I like have to go back and like think about how he said things because it was just so good where he's like, I worked so hard. Because so many of us pat ourselves on the back and go, I worked so hard. And that's why I get this blessing versus I'm working hard and God's using that to build my character. And there's like conflicts and things. And he even said, like, we don't even just pray against them anymore. We're just like, God uses in the midst of them. And I'm listening to him going, man, I'm I'm not in my 80s. So to hear an 81-year-old say that, like, God will use it all for your good. Romans 8, 28. What do you want to do in the midst of it? How are you sharing your faith in the midst of it? I was like, okay, I'm convicted. So this definitely was an eye-opening <laughs> episode for me. Yes. And for me too. Well, thanks so much for joining us today on Exploring the Marketplace. Bob and I love to have these conversations with you. 
make sure to join us online and join the YouTube channel under Sean Bowles to get clips from our social commentary show and also this show every week. We'll see you next time. Thanks for exploring what God is doing in the marketplace with us. We have amazing resources for you on our website with free videos, take an online class with us at our online school, Spiritual Growth Academy, or get one of our books, including the one Bob and I authored together, Wired to Hear. We have lots of ways to connect with you. Come visit us on social media. Just look for at Sean Bowles or at Bob Hassan or visit BowlesMinistries.com. This show is made possible by listeners just like you. Become a partner or donate now to become part of our team. If you enjoyed today's episode, share it on your socials or help us review it on the podcast server you found us on. See you next time.